Hi there, I'm Jim. I'm Dana. And I'm Jen. Let's talk teaching. Welcome to Let's Talk Teaching, a podcast from the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology here at Illinois State University. I'm Jim G. Spring is barreling along like an out-of-control freight train, at least that's what I feel, and uh, we are looking ahead towards summer. That means a lot of different things, including professional development, and this is the first summer in a while where we may have something close to normal, or as one of my learned colleagues who's joining me today uh, said before we started recording, the new normal. So joining me today on our Pokey Little Podcast is Dr. Dana Carricker, Assistant Director for Educational Development Programs. Hi, Jim. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> okay, and also joining us is our current director, Dr. Jennifer Freeberg. She's also the cross-endowed chair in the Scholarship of Teaching and Learning. Hi, Jen. Hey, how are you? Good. So we decided to do a little preview of our Summer Institute programming and, and professional development opportunities. Uh, Dana, let me start with you. Before we go into details about what's going to be offered and some of the other uh, opportunities, how should people approach professional development over the summer, especially since the last couple of summers because of the pandemic, they may not have done it? That's true. So um, we, as instructors and faculty, have had to do a lot of shifting in the way that we've done things. We've learned a lot of lessons um, with our teaching over the past couple of years. So I think to start, it would be helpful to take a look back um, mm -hmm. over the past few semesters and think about what's worked, what may not have worked so well, what you've learned about yourself as uh, an instructor, and then um, think about where you want to move mm -hmm. going forward. Um, some things that you might be interested in trying out. Um, or some things that didn't work so well that you want to improve upon. So starting there and mm -hmm. then making some goals for yourself and then looking to see what we have available um, and making those decisions. And, of course, we could also consult with people one-on-one. -on -one. You know, we, oh, we talk a lot about workshops, and I kind of framed mm -hmm. our conversation about workshops, but a lot of our contact with faculty comes through consultations, and they don't even have to be as formal as conference. You know, just, mm -hmm. just email us, and we'll... Give us a call, and we'll be happy to, to connect with you. Jen, I think we're, it's an interesting time in that we've already had the lessons learned from the pandemic, incorporating them into our teaching discussion. That almost seems like that was last summer to an mm -hmm. extent, because here at ISU, we moved back to face-to-face -to -face, uh, uh, class uh, instruction in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that there's what, – what, what, how would you characterize the next level of – Post-pandemic? Yeah, the post-post-pandemic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know? I think that the post-post-pandemic for us is looking for something that inspires us as teachers. Mm -hmm. I think looking at the, the slate of programs that we're putting forward, there's some really great opportunities for folks to um, think about their courses and their students and their own teaching in, in very different ways. And, and maybe that is what we need right now is to, to do that and take the perspective of what, what is something that inspires me, excites me, motivates me to... Uh, think about teaching and my students learning. Related to that, I, I would also say the corollary to that is that you don't have to feel guilty if you don't go head first into professional development. Do do what you need to do. Right. Um, find find a couple things, like you said, Dana. Find mm -hmm. a couple things that interest you, 
uh, or that you've identified. And, and just concentrate on those and don't feel like you have to do a whole 12 week. What's the one thing? Mm -hmm. and, and try that out. And so we encourage that. Mm -hmm. And if you can't commit to a whole workshop series or anything like that, you know, to your point, Jim, we do consultations all the time. Right. And so, you know, you can email us at our ctlt at ilstu.edu and, you know, just ask any questions you have. Are there resources that you're looking for? Um, ideas about readings or um, folks on campus we might be able to connect you with to help you um, you know, on a, on a smaller scale, um, pursue professional development. So it doesn't have to be um, entire experiences, but we offer those too. And I think that we offer some really good ones. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm excited uh, to see how the summer unrolls between our reinvents and um, our different cohorts, our teaching scholars and residents mm -hmm. and, and our faculty fellows. I think um, we just have a, a really wonderful slate of facilitators and topics. And I think there, there truly is something for everyone um, if they're interested in, in uh, being part of our Summer Institute. Right. So, Dana, can you talk a little bit about maybe not even specific workshops, but what are some of the themes that we're, we're tackling this summer? Um, we're doing our course design cohorts, and we have different varieties of those. Mm -hmm. um, for those who are teaching a course or have taught a course maybe once, um, it's time to make it their own. Um, we have the Design Your Course. Mm -hmm. uh, we typically have people that um, are in early career, the first few years of their time here at ISU, join that. Um, and then we also have our Redesign for Civic Engagement and Redesign for Diversity. That is coming back as well. So course design cohorts are always mm -hmm. um something that we do in the summer gives faculty time to to get support on the work they're going to do anyway you know right, people yeah, exactly. always talk about you know yeah. oh i'm going to work on my course this summer well yeah. this is dedicated time there's a stipend connected to it and you can meet with your um colleagues and yeah. get feedback well and we've we've talked internally for a while now and people are going to notice that um, as we do more, uh, you know, as we do our offerings going forward, more and more of them attached to that are going to have some sort of an artifact at the end of it, some sort of right. a product at the end of it. Course design always has. Right. It's a course you're going to be teaching at some point. Um, and we're kind of taking that, that sort of, I guess we call them deliverable, mm -hmm. that, that there'll be a deliverable for some other things as well. Now, Jen, with the course design workshops, we're also contemplating um, an additional incentive or an additional step. Can you, talk, can you talk a little bit about that, how that ties into the scholarship of teaching and learning? Absolutely. So actually, th there's two things that I'd mention. The first is that for the first time ever, um, I'm going to be offering an introduction to SOTL as sort of like a course design cohort, except it's a project design cohort. So it's a week-long experience where um, course instructors can come and learn about the scholarship of teaching and learning and then actually plan a course with their peers um, and some mentorship from experienced SOTL scholars. Um, and so that will um, unfold over a week's time. Um, but also for the folks who uh, attend the reInvent cohorts, they will have an opportunity to apply for a new kind of grant called the Impact Grant. And as we move forward with uh, developing our scholarly teaching unit and bringing SOTL formally into the center mm -hmm. um, for the first time, because the crosschair has always been a separate entity on campus, um, we are uh, providing the uh, incentive to faculty to study the outcomes of their reinvented courses. And so they can apply for these grants and plan a project with me 
um, and others who receive the grant um, as sort of a, a civil cohort that will work together into the coming academic year. So that's something that for those who sign up for a course design uh, workshop, if they if, when they're welcomed into the cohort, the facilitators will have information on uh, on the, that uh, impact grant. Correct. Okay. Yes, that is so, accurate. So that's one of the rare times I can say you won't find that on our website. That'll be something <laughs> that we're going to be handling a little more internally right. just for those folks that, that uh, become part of those cohorts. So and then we also mentioned our teaching scholars. I don't know which one of you wants to just I know we're still we're still developing some stuff. So we have three of them again this year. We do have right? three. Yes. Okay. And the Teaching Scholars and Residence is um, a program that was started last summer, and mm-hmm. so we're this is our second summer for that. Um, it's it's a program that taps into the expertise of our faculty and course instructors. Mm-hmm. So um, we invite people to submit proposals for a deeper dive into a, a topic related to equity, diversity, and inclusion or student success. And so we received a number of proposals, wonderful proposals, and we selected three. Um, So we uh, will have three programs. We'll be announcing our teaching scholars in residence soon, um, and that information will be on the website. Yeah, and, and we're really excited to work with them, uh, our faculty fellows, and other campus partners. It's it's a, a wonderful opportunity for us to collaborate outside of the center with our, our, you know, other units, other people who have expertise in teaching and learning and topics that really are important to uh, dive into to, you know, really maximize our, our ability to teach well and, and support mm-hmm. our students. Mm-hmm. And so our Summer Institute has evolved over the last couple of years. Actually, it seems like it's been constantly evolving since Dana, you and I started here mm-hmm. nine years ago or so. But um, one thing that is that um, we tried to start a couple of years ago was to, was to have these experiences taking place a little earlier in the summer. Sometimes they would linger very close to or into August. Um, and so when people go to the website as we start to build this out, and it's a, kind of an iterative process, we do different flavors of workshops at different times to get them online. But once we do all of that, you're going to find that a lot of uh, the professional development that we're advertising or we're offering right now ends around mid-July. And that's because we are going to have a busy summer for many reasons, including the fact that there is, I don't know if it's a record, but there are an awful lot of faculty hires happening. Um, So Dana, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you also, as part of your portfolio here at CTLT, um, shepherd us through the new faculty orientation process. Um, do you have any little preview about what you're going to be working on over the summer for that? Is it going to be, in other words, are we, we're probably not going back to a full one day thing, right? No, lessons learned from being in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, we will have an online component. That is a nice introduction to Illinois State when people are still not moved here or, you know, they're, they're joining us and staying Mm -hmm. out. So there'll be an online component that we will be working on, and that should be available in July for people to Mm -hmm. uh, explore and participate in at their convenience. Um, And then we are incorporating new faculty orientation into faculty prep week. Um, We'll, of course, have a short um, welcome to ISU session, Mm -hmm. but then selecting our planning sessions that will help new course instructors and new faculty start their semester mm-hmm. and different we we know people have different needs and wants and interests mm-hmm. so we'll um, have a selection and people can come to as many things that they are interested in 
um, and those will be throughout the week before classes start. And again, I didn't mean to put you on the spot for that, but I, you know, I'm hoping that people, uh, we may have some new faculty members who, who, who knows, maybe they listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, so rest assured there will be, uh, we're keeping you in mind as well when we get closer to the end of the summer. But the summer hasn't technically begun yet. And so folks can find out, um, we'll be sending out email messages, of course, to the faculty, and we'll be putting stuff up on our website. I think the Redbirds Keep Teaching section of our website is finally going to be kind of moved off to someplace else, and we'll gain our, our big uh, picture on the homepage uh, space again, um, so we can put Summer Institute and our summer programming front and center. Absolutely. I think the only other thing that I'd want to say about Summer Institute is that we're trying to be sensitive to the fact that not everyone's excited to be face-to-face. -face. Some people prefer virtual. And I think Dana and everyone on staff has done a really nice job of trying to offer a variety of different modalities for mm -hmm. our professional mm -hmm. development. Um, we recognize that um, virtual allows some flexibility that doesn't exist with face-to-face, -face, but there are some topics and, and experiences that might lose um, some flavor and, and fashion if we don't do them face-to-face. -face. So I think um, pay attention as you're looking at the website to our offerings. The modalities for each of our workshops and workshop series will be listed, um, and hopefully you'll find something that falls into your interest zone and your comfort zone. Jen, Dana, thank you so much. And that's all the time we have for this episode of Let's Talk Teaching. Find out more about our podcast and, of course, find out about our summer programming. Go to ctlt.illinoisstate.edu. For Dr. Jennifer Freeberg, for Dr. Dana Carricker, for all my colleagues here at CTLT, until we talk again, happy teaching. <laughs>